What is going on, folks? And welcome back to After Further Review. This is episode number 16. I am your co-host, Jalen Brown. I am your other wonderful Brown co-host, Shaquille Brown. Shaq, your reckoning has finally set itself in. I blame half of it on my pride and half of it on Juju. That's fair. I I feel like that is a, a good enough assessment of... Yes. These past few weeks, I see you are wearing your Juju jersey now. Oh, fearless leader who led us into that predicament. Off season, <laughs> <laughs> prematurely, but into off season. Yeah, it's uh, we're we're gonna get to that in, in a little while here. Um, but anyway, folks, we want to just thank you for tuning into another great, great episode of this well-produced show. Um, if you are not aware, if you're listening to the show, we record it live on YouTube every Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, if you're on Spotify or whatever, there's always a link down in your little description there, so you can click on that and uh, be taken to the YouTube page. And of course, if you don't want to watch it live, you can just watch the replay, because uh, it just goes to YouTube right after we're done streaming anyway, so... Press subscribe, you'll get notified every time we go live. That way, you can't possibly uh, forget. Um, This was some very, very uh, big news that happened just a few hours ago. Uh, We weren't planning on talking about this until it it happened. Um, But for once, we got onto this before we recorded the show, because usually it happens right after we record, and then it's like... Well, now we got to wait a whole other week to talk about this, mm-hmm. but uh, that is not the case this time around. So, uh, James Harden officially traded to the uh, the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, this was, I'm not going to lie, I was actually surprised because I thought that if he was going to be traded, I figured Philly, he was going to go to Philly. Like the Ben Simmons thing mm-hmm. was going to work out and sometime sooner or later, whatever, but before the trade deadline that he was going to be off to Philly. Uh, but I don't know if you saw him last night against the Lakers. Clearly, did not want to play. Which I mean, you know, these past few weeks he has not clearly not wanted to play. Uh, and then basically said in the press conference like, "This situation can't be fixed," and thus that was it. <laughs> he was he was out of there today. I mean, you can't blame him, man. If you don't want to be there, then you just don't want to. Be yeah, there. are you going to put one hundred and ten percent in something that you don't necessarily want or care for? Were you surprised by this move? I'm surprised to the team, like you said. I did not expect it. But I do see this becoming uh, another super team type of thing, like Golden State. Oh, I mean, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so this is definitely going to be another team to be reckoned with. Mm-hmm. I think the only big question that comes of it is how do you think this affects, like, projection for late season or postseason? Or who do you think seeing this LeBron <laughs> stuff stand a big chance of – Going for so, a repeat, or do you think you picked the you did pick the Lakers to repeat yes. as your finals pick? Do you does this trade change that for you? Not necessarily, because I still want to see how egos and play style blend out. But yeah, I mean, I I agree. I'm still saying Lakers repeat because I mean, right now the Nets don't even have Kyrie because he's like a wall doing whatever and that was kind of my fear with this uh this team even before like we saw them play a dribble was 
are they going to be available? I'm thinking more so injury-wise. I wasn't thinking that people are literally just going to not, not play because of whatever. We don't know why Kyrie exactly is not playing. But, uh, yeah, that it's just kind of a, a drama. We've said this before this season, but these three players, when it comes to <coughs> drama, usually are are no new perpetrators to <laughs> drama. <laughs> Either injury or drama, one of the two. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah, uh, this was, I mean, huge. So the actual trade was a four-team trade. Um, the Rockets received Victor Oladipo from Indiana. Um, they also got two other players that I honestly never heard of. Dante Exum, Exum, and... I'm not even going to attempt this guy's first name. Uh, Karukus. Sure. I'm going to go with that. Uh, again, I've never heard of either one of these people. Uh, and then they also got three first round, first round picks from uh, Brooklyn. And then they also got a one pick from Milwaukee. And then they got four first round swaps from Brooklyn as well, which is, I mean, a crazy pile of, of – draft picks right there um, and then the Pacers got Karis Levert they also got a second rounder and then the Cavs uh, they got Jared Allen and uh, Teron Prince not exactly sure how to pronounce your name either never heard of you sorry and also season tickets to <laughs> <laughs> in a meal pass <laughs> about when we get one at Chipotle alright <laughs> I don't even know how Cleveland fared into this at all. I, uh, I guess some of these are players I've never heard. I would have loved to be in on the Zoom call or this meeting of what of them discussing who gets what and <laughs> breaking it first. Thing. I would have loved to just sit in and try to talk down. We want this. No. Him. No. Those. No. We'll give you him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one-sided. It's like, <laughs> this is what you're getting. <laughs> That was basically Cleveland in this deal. They were just going along for the ride. Yeah, whatever you're willing to give me, I'll just. <laughs> By the way, we usually mention it, mention this at the very top of the show, what we're drinking. Uh, this is a, I'm drinking a Sweetwater IPA. This is a 420 strain. It's called the G13 or 613 IPA. I can't tell if it's a 6 or a G. I'm going to say 6. Uh <laughs> I don't know why they wouldn't call it 420 IPA. But anyway, um, I first took a sip of this, and I was wondering why it tasted kind of like weed. And then I turned the can. I was like, oh, 420 strain. <laughs> so interesting. Um, interesting there. Shaq, what do you got there? I got the fear. I'm trying to read this upside down because I don't know if you can see that. They printed but for, it upside, they're down. upside down on the can. So fair something. Lions. So, don't. <laughs> How hard is that to read? I'm sorry. Fear, yeah, I can't. With the water on it, it's kind of hard. And it's a double IPA. It's really good. Just yeah. apparently there's Shaq, some sort of miscommunication uh, in the factory. <laughs> when he gets to the bottom of it, then he can tell you. <laughs> Flip it. Right now, it's like half full. I ain't, I ain't about that right now. So, y'all just got to take my word for it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, mine is good, kind of, um, I don't know, the weed and IPA taste is 
it just, if it just tastes like t- too much smoking and drinking, like it just tastes almost like ash. And I feel like that's what some people live every day, though. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I probably would not have this again. It's not bad. It's maybe if that's your thing, but it's not really mine. So. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, yeah, this also does not change my prediction for who ends up winning the finals this year. I'm still going with Lakers repeating. Mm-hmm. Um, I I do think this all but secures the Nets to come out of the East. I, I'm sorry, I just can't see anybody else. Yeah. This this was like the death sentence for everybody else in the Eastern Conference. I would hate that sentence. I'm like, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> um, I will say this, though. Once they do get to the finals, um, I do think that the Lakers with that experience of having a lot of the same group there is going to come in big time against a team who is no. who every at least as far as the big names go, they've all been to the finals before, but in different stages of their careers or, you know, staggered. And with the drama, the injuries, the chances of at least Kyrie and KD, of both of them being available come the summer. Slump. Yeah. And James Harden being allergic to winning in postseason. Right. So. But now he's got the greatest perfume of all with KD and Kyrie next well, to him. One of them come postseason. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> one of them will be there. Uh, yeah, so let's hope James Harden, you know, he hits the gym, sheds some of that weight, and gets, gets cracking in Brooklyn. Yeah, that Ben Roethlisberger body for a while. <laughs> I don't know how, how quickly he's going to get back into shape, but I feel like the uh, up until at least and probably a little after All-Star weekend, it's going to be, uh, yeah, he's probably going to be kind of not. Well, I don't know. His first game, he came out and dropped 37 points or something like that. So, And he did that <laughs> belly and all. So <laughs> maybe we won't see any difference. I don't know. Acts as a counterweight and makes him better. <laughs> Actually, I think he'll be just fine because clearly – it, that was him choosing not to play well. He can still come out with the the lays laying on his chip, <laughs> <laughs> the chips laying on his stomach, and drop forty on him. So. In the locker room, right there, <laughs> scraping off the crumbs off the top of him. So anyway, uh, good for, I mean, good for the Nets. I guess they did give up, you know, obviously quite a bit. The Rockets, I like Oladipo in Houston. I feel like Oladipo, John Wall, Boogie Cousins, I feel like that that could work out to be something, a, a playoff-worthy team. Are they going to go anywhere in the playoffs? Probably not. Probably get bounced in the first round. But I, I think Houston will be okay for a little while. I don't think that was like a death sense for them. Um, Pacers, Karis LeVert. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's not too bad. I, I'd still take Oladipo over Levert, but they are kind of like a similar player, so they'll probably be about the same in the uh, you know playoff standings. But I mean, now with Brooklyn whooping on them, who knows? Uh, it's kind of like this is all matter because at the end of the day, Lakers and Fox. <laughs> We're back to a Warriors Cavs, mm-hmm. and then Cleveland. Who gives a fuck? All right, exactly. Now we're gonna go ahead and <laughs> move right along. 
to the L's of the week. This was supposed to be what we were leading off with, but because of this news, we got to talk about that first. Uh, L's of the week. This is the playoff edition. Of course, we know what is um, starting this segment. Uh, the Steelers getting clapped up 48-37 to on Sunday Night Football. Shaq, take it away, my friend. I hate and love this team whatsoever. It's like having a badass kid that you got to go to school every day to to talk to teachers about. (laughs) (laughs) You know they're good, but they just can't act right in the public's eye. (laughs) (laughs) From the first play to the last play, they could not get their shit together, and it really upsets me. Just watch them first hike. How long do you think Ben Roethlisberger and his center has been because po- <laughs> he played together? And there has been hundreds of snap snaps. Uh, literally, this year alone, literally hundreds of snaps between right. these guys. And for some reason, first snap of the game couldn't get right. Could yeah, not. that was the perfect symbol for how that entire game was about to go. On that first snap, did you know it was yes. over? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. First time, the moment the thing went over, it says like, "Yep." <laughs> Yep. <laughs> it was, once today the Browns scored off of it because there were so many uh, like chances for the Steelers to like, just get on it. Like if they would have gotten at it, maybe not. But the ch- right, fact that yeah. it's, I just see it roll into the end zone <laughs> and I see the Fonda's like this sets the trend for us. When I started off, I was like, we should win this game. And first time, all right, we're done. And then Ben played the game. If you take away the four interceptions that he threw, which is hard to overlook that. If you look at the rest of the numbers, like, amazing game-wise. Four touchdown patches. What is it? 501 yards. 47 completed passes. It's crazy. Yes. But I feel like the sport interceptions just canceled out completely yes. of what's going on. I also feel like I do think it was a bit of the Browns being like, this game is over. We don't care. You throw the ball around. Like, this game is over. Yes. And the fact that the Browns stopped scoring at half, basically. Yeah, after like halftime. They did I not basically they, score. I think they scored maybe once more. Yeah, maybe because they had, what, 28, po- 28 points going into the half? Because I, really I think they scored to like 21, 28 points in the first half of the game. Yeah, they scored 20. Yeah, they scored or 30-something. I can't see for me. 35. Yes, they scored 35 points going into half, half in yeah. the first half of the game. And, and scored, oh, then they scored 13 in the Quarter. Yeah, but like, look at the amount of scoring going on, and we just like we just let them come out hot and early. Yeah. I've never seen so many Browns fans in one location watching this game through my life. Browns, yes, fans. I've probably met three total Browns fans in my life going into this game, yeah. and to see this many people. Let me say this: the average age for you saw Browns fan like 50, yeah. fifty-five. I saw, I saw one in the the grocery store yesterday. It was fairly old. Yes, I have not yet met a Browns fan other than age of like probably like forty, except for that one dude in a hoodie. That we saw the other night. <laughs> Word. Um yeah, this this from that opening snap, this game is over. Uh, yes. Again, if if they would have found a way to fall on top of the ball instead of letting it roll into the end zone and then still not get it back, it was just like Oh, y'all really ain't ready tonight. Like, yes. <laughs> and it's just weird. Like, people are telling me the worst 11-0 team. I firmly believe it now. <laughs> Quite possibly. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely believe it now. It just hurts me to see, like, a team that did somewhat so well 
like look amateur going into this yeah. game. Uh, on this note, the, a, a grand total of fifty-two yards on the ground. Juju, but like look at it. Juju Lone got one hundred and fifty-seven yards receiving this game, and Johnson got one hundred and seventeen. Right. <laughs> um, this was this was such a like embodiment of your entire season though because if you were to if you didn't look at the browns mm-hmm. stats and you just looked at your guys yes no running game non-existent passing game was all over the place and you're like oh man okay we hung in there been through four touchdowns 500 yards but then... four interceptions which is very much <laughs> if i'm pretty sure if you were to calculate probably drop passes in there or like miss right and that those drop dropped passes really came bit y'all in the ass this game because a few of those picks were off of people's hands bopped up yeah. to the end yeah one of them off that defensive lineman or off the line right, batted it up a couple times uh, just a bad throw altogether getting picked I think it was Johnson had one come off his hands mm-hmm. and then right into a, a corner's hands so right they there. definitely capitalized off of all mistakes yeah it, it was like everything that you guys had as an issue just really showed this one game <laughs> yeah. and we literally gave them the game basically do i regret not apologizing to morgan for calling this washington team trash no i do not i absolutely will do it again but (laughs) my ignorance and pride but it'll be all right (laughs) shout out to morgan though committed washington fan he is Uh, and uh just like that folks all of our teams uh, got knocked out. Jalen, I didn't even get to. Jalen jinxed somebody else's team out of it. That's a fan of war. We'll get to that at halftime. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, shout out to Malin. He will be our guest on today's show. Uh, so stick around to the second half. We'll, we'll get back into that. But um, anyway, yeah. Uh, dog pound. That's stupid. <laughs> Uh, moving along to the next game here, the Rams had a field day with the Seahawks and beat them 30-20. to At least the Rams' defense sure did. Uh, this was a strange one. This was straight out of left field. Did not see really any of this one coming, but Aaron Donald, at least when he was in the game, was all over the place. I mean, he was – Russell Wilson's probably still having night terrors of – Donald racing after him. Did you see uh, any of this game? Any highlights? I saw the later end of this game, mm-hmm. and I was like, "God bless the Seahawks." Yeah, I, I feel like this was a another kind of embodiment of a team's issues finally catching up to him, uh, like just constantly trying to get that over the top ball, and it's just like. I mean, Russ doesn't have more than three seconds to throw the damn ball because here comes the Rams anyway. And, you know, Metcalf can't seem to get down the field fast enough before Russ is getting his head taken And off. that man has an uh, insane speed, too. So the fact that he can't, that man can't break out is ridiculous. Right. Did you think it was strange that uh, uh, Wolford almost got his head knocked off mm-hmm. and then they had to bring in um, Jared Goff, but he – wasn't even supposed to be playing because of his thumb, but then he came in and won the game for them and seemed to be okay. I think they're just trying to like rest him up as much as possible right. and hopefully break him out come late playoffs. But I agree. There are some. I've heard a lot of people kind of saying like, "What does that say about 
McVeigh and Goff. Like, does he not trust Goff to go out there? But I don't know. I, I do see kind of some of that. If they were playing like some scrub team, I'd be like, no, they're just trying to rest Goff, let Wolford go out there. But since it was the Seahawks, it was just kind of strange. Like, damn, the fact that you had that much faith knowing that Goff could go. Good plan, just not playing him. Yeah. But things are weird. People are, I see a lot of people dogging out Metcalf or whatever about him not catching passes and him being bad. It's like, eh. Well, clearly the uh, Seattle's offense is not in the greatest place. They obviously just got rid of their offensive coordinator earlier today. And uh, <laughs> clearly, again, like this was the another embodiment of everything coming to the forefront in, mm-hmm. in the worst possible game. Uh, so Seattle's got to figure out what the hell they're going to do as far as their offense goes. I don't know if they're like, listen, throw it everything. We're just going to start from scratch. Probably not, but I don't know. We'll, we will ask the uh, aficionado on the Seahawks <laughs> come later and get his take on this game. Uh, moving right along to the next game. Uh, by the way, I'll save that for later. Uh, the Colts. Oh, Indianapolis. The Colts shot themselves in the feet all game long, and then were surprised that they lost 27-24. to 24. Uh, This was a very uh, – this is one, actually one of my favorite games over the whole weekend. This is extremely entertaining, but at the same time, did you want to tear your yes. hair out watching this one? I watched most of this game, and I was looking, and I was like, what are you doing, Colts? Just, <laughs> <laughs> this was just – Unbelievable. Phillip Rivers threw for 309 yards. Josh Allen threw for 301. Uh, Buffalo had 96 rushing yards. And uh, Indy had 163. So, I mean, from there you'd be like, wow, Indy should have won this game. And they, yeah, they really should have. Stephon Diggs did his thing like normal. Phillip Rivers spread the ball around like crazy. Everybody got got in on the uh, Colts offense. Um, but it was really just like mainly decision making. There was a lot of drop passes from the Colts receivers. Um, Philip Rivers did have a few uh, not so great passes, but for the most part, I think it was just electing not to take the the field goal on multiple occasions. Um, I think they missed a kick at one point, um, going for two when they didn't have to. Just ah, uh, like if they would have just corrected one of those mistakes like it was only a three-point game if they would have just kicked a field goal when they should have instead of being like you know what screw it we're just gonna try try going for on this fourth down and uh punch the ball in it's like do three points not mean anything anymore i understand that you know high-powered offenses are pretty common in the nfl but at the same time it's the playoffs shootouts aren't that common now yes they're played safe I feel yeah. like they get a mentality like how the NBA players get a mentality of you're behind in fourth quarter. Live or die by the three. By the three, which is not the case. You can take tag our way through it, take the twos, <clears throat> mid-rangers. This way, kick the field goal. Yeah. They add up. They add up. <laughs> exactly. I bet you, you wish you would have had it now. Mm-hmm. That three bad. points could have put you in overtime or won you the game if you least yeah. got one of them, man. Right. Had you, like, decided to go for the field goal and then made the other one, you would have won the game. Mm-hmm. Or I mean hell, just just stupid. Um, yeah, I was I was surprised that Philip Rivers did not turn over the ball once this game, which is good for him. But even after all that, still 
Gordon L. <laughs> Sorry, Bills. Uh, best of luck to the Bills moving forward. We'll see. Morgan's Washington football team, they tried. They tried. Chase Young could not will his team past the Bucks, and they lost 31-23. to That was uh, expected. I think we would all say <laughs> Yes, <that>. I expected <laughs> this. Um, but I will say this, though. I was, I was completely wrong on the Seahawks. I think all of us were wrong on the Seahawks because we all picked them to, to win that one. But um, I was right on my pick to uh, take the 10 points for the Washington because they came within – uh, what is that, eight? Mm-hmm. Yeah, within eight. So, would have won a little bit of money if it went with my uh, recommendation there. <laughs> uh, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. Well, I didn't put any money on my own pick, so. Uh, yeah, anyway. <laughs> uh, Tom Brady threw for 365 yards, or 381 yards, excuse me. Uh, and then two touchdowns. Heineken threw for 289 <laughs> I don't know why ESPN has the stats listed like this. It's strange. Anyway, but, yeah, he threw one pick, one touchdown. Um, he also led the team in rushing. Heineken going at it. He had 46 rushing yards. Uh, the whole team had 86 combined, which is <laughs> which obviously basically, yeah. you're not going to win a game. Uh, as we learned clearly from this season, no <laughs> rush game. It's not winning nothing at all. Yeah. Uh, this was pretty expected to me. I mean, you take a lot of inexperienced players on Washington um, and, you, you know, put them against the GOAT uh, along with, you know, a mix of experienced and some not on Tampa. I but mean, you got, I feel like Evans is decently experienced. You got Antonio, decent experience. Fournette, Gronk, mm-hmm. a few of these bigger name receivers, I right. feel like, have enough. <clears throat> yeah, and, I mean, when you have people like, A.B., Gronk, mm. especially Gronk and Tom Brady, who have been as yeah. far as you can go tons of times. Yeah, each of them has a ring at least to their name, I feel like. So, quite a few. Yeah, quite a few. Like, It helps to be able to you know, yeah. bring players along and, and give them a little bit of insight on what to expect. Uh, yeah, this is – I really don't have much to say about this game. It, it was not that compelling. No. The Bucks look good. We'll get into that a bit later, but uh, Bucks look good in Washington. I'm not surprised. Oh, oh well. <laughs> Probably shouldn't have talked noise, but you know, this one we all got wrong. <laughs> Ravens won twenty to thirteen over the Titans. They shut down Derrick Henry. I mean, completely shut down Derrick Henry, which I did not see. Did not see that coming. Um, I thought, you know, they'd be able to slow him down a bit at times, be able to get the, the Tennessee offense off the field, but <clears throat> they held him to 40 yards total, which is unbelievable. They had The Titans had a combined 51 rushing yards. <laughs> and once again, we see no run game <laughs> equals boss. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then the, the passing, you know, Tannehill only threw for overall 150. 58 passing yards. Mm-hmm. They're just not, not going to win. I mean, Lamar, Lamar damn near had as many rushing yards as he did passing yards this game. Yes. <laughs> Lamar with 136 rushing yards. <clears throat> Crazy. 
crazy, crazy, crazy. They had a grand total of 236 rushing yards. The the Ravens are like at this point a guaranteed. You know they're gonna rush for at least 200. Yes. That that is without a doubt. Just can we keep them around the 200 and not go for three or four because they are just running over everybody. Yes, Lamar ran rush more than the rest of his team. Let's. Yeah. Did you uh any? Did you like? Were you surprised with Tannehill at all, or do you did you change your mind on him, or where do you stand now? Uh, Tannehill still feels like he's a lot more to grow or to do in his career path. I don't think so, he has necessarily a lot more to grow. I, I just feel like he is what he is. Like yeah. if you need, if your running game gets shut down like this, Tannehill's not going to win the game for you. It's <laughs> just I feel like he's a good game manager and can make the. You know, short little throws here, and when the running game's going well, he can, you know, surprise you with a throw over the top or stuff like that. But, you know, he's just a solid quarterback. Yeah, and the flaws came to be of you don't shut down Lamar Jackson on the run game, it's going to get to you because that's literally what got to him today is Lamar Jackson being able to scramble and get the yards that he needs. Yeah. He had, I mean, there was a few runs in there that were mm-hmm. crazy. The one where he took off from basically midfield was just nuts. He is a show to watch. But uh, we'll be talking about them a bit later. The Bears and the Saints tried to put everybody to sleep. But if you're watching Nickelodeon. Oh, I have to broadcast to watch Nickelodeon. <laughs> that kept you awake folks the uh saints beat the bears 21 to 9 in an absolute snooze fest that was one of the strangest probably because of the fact that we were watching the nickelodeon broadcast um, <laughs> folks that was the hack by the way if you were watching the the jim nance tony romo cbs broadcast i feel bad for you because you were missing out on a treat over uh, on nick what a cast. Uh, I felt like I made half the show, though. It was more entertaining than the actual <laughs> yeah, game to a certain point. Uh, yeah, this... I, I have very little to say about this game. It was entertaining. And most of those points came in... Yeah, the, the Saints pulled ahead in like the, the fourth quarter, I'm pretty sure. Yes. Like, it looks like Dallas was not able to score a touchdown to save their life when it comes to this. <laughs> called them Dallas. Exactly. I don't know why they even bought it. <laughs> you mean the, the Bears? Bears. <laughs> I know they're both really bad. <laughs> to me, they feel like they're in the same freaking boat yeah. of teams. Like, unfortunately, it's hard for you to say this, but I feel like Bears are one of those teams that probably need to be here, but ended <laughs> up <laughs> being there. Let's face it. The Bears are only here because the Cardinals could not get their own act together. Yeah, I think they were surprised themselves. They came here, I feel like, unprepared to really compete. Strange. um, If you bet the over on this game, God help you. That was clearly not happening ever. Um, I don't even know what the over was. It probably wasn't 30 points, though. I'll say that. I I can't imagine it was only 30 points, uh, seeing that only 10 of those points were scored in the first half. Yeah, uh, the Bears, I, I, I don't know. You all need to figure that one out. Good luck. Mm-hmm. That's going to do it for the L's of the week. Hopefully you will not find your team in this segment come next week. 
Yeah, I like me. <laughs> and I will, of course, give my ceremonious. All the ones left. I won't do that. I live here. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's the ills of the week for you guys. Next, we of course want to give a shout out to this week's sponsor. That would be none other but Pure Leaf Creations. If you're looking for handmade jewelry for the however many weeks in a row uh this is where to find it this is my girlfriend's small handmade instagram jewelry business all in one <laughs> if you want to follow the uh the account on the screen you can see all the different uh jewelry that she makes she makes bracelets she makes necklaces she makes earrings rings uh waist beads a bunch of different uh pieces of jewelry and you can get them custom made you can get something that is already made that's in the inventory here um, if you see it you can just hit her up on instagram and uh you can just buy it directly through ig um yeah stuff for anybody's budget you can basically go as spend as little amount of money as you want sort of uh and then kind of go up to almost as much as you want uh so a wide variety of stuff <laughs> Jack loves photos on this page. A lot Absolutely. of nice jewelry on this page. Great, great page. <laughs> Shout out to Purely Creations. I have gotten a couple of them for the individuals in my family, so I recommend it highly. I'm just letting y'all know. Go for it. Yes, and if you are listening to the show and cannot see the banner, it is spelled uh, P-U-R-E-L-I-E-F-C-R. E A T I O N S Pure Leaf Creations on Instagram. With that being said, we're going to take a break and we'll be back on the other side with our special guest of the week. Aye, aye. We'll see you soon. Welcome back, folks. We are done with the ad. Glad you stuck around throughout that. Uh, Extremely long break there. We're just taking care of some uh, behind the scenes things. Technicalities. Yep. Uh, Shaq is still slightly out of focus. I was making a mental note to fix that during the break. <laughs> Never got You know what, folks? It's still early on in the show. There's a lot of show and season left. It's only week 16, but it'll be all right. We'll work this out at some point in time. Technically, it'll get fixed. It's always next year. <laughs> it'll be all right. 2021 uh, would be greater. Yeah, but you know, you wouldn't even have to realize that's a problem if you're only listening to the show. That's exactly. right. Spotify is the thing. We're on there. You don't even have to see us at all. You can just listen to the show. And uh, the link is always in the description on YouTube, so just click on the audio link there, and then you can be taken straight to Anchor, which is where our podcast is hosted at, and then you can choose wherever you want to listen to us from there. Uh, so be sure to, uh, to do that if you don't want to be graced by the video version of this godforsaken show. Or we can just do both. Go watch the video version, and... yeah. You could pull it up on YouTube, mute the audio, and then play it on Spotify. Exactly. Support it. <laughs> That's a true fan right there. Exactly. 
Uh, wanted to run over some poll results from our Instagram real quick. This was from uh, the Wildcard Weekend. This is what you guys picked. This is you guys here again. So, uh, 57% of you guys picked the Bills to win. 43% of you picked the Colts. You guys guessed it right. Uh, 67% guessed the Titans. 33% guessed the Ravens. A lot of us were wrong. Uh, and then 57% guessed the Bucks, and 43% guessed uh, Washington. Where it split. <laughs> yeah. Where it split. I'm surprised. <laughs> the one, uh, Morgan made 16 accounts. So. I was about to just say, it's the only one who voted. <laughs> just made 20 profiles for Washington. <laughs> so if you'd like to uh, be involved on our Instagram account, it is at AFR Sports. The AFR is just stands for after further review uh so yeah search us on instagram afr sports and you can find uh some of our more exclusive content there as well as participate in some of the polls and depending on how our guest comes on very exclusive views (laughs) (laughs) it's extremely one of a kind uh anyway with all of that being said we're going to bring on our guest for this week a very good friend of mine, an amazing friend of the show, uh, Malin. Live on the what? show. Hello. What's going on? Uh, you know, I'm uh, still drowning my sorrows here. <laughs> so, we'll go ahead and pour. I like how you guys are drinking beer, Shaq. That's cute. Stuff right now. <laughs> After that shellacking you guys took, you might need an IV, buddy. I got plans for you. There's a reason why it's printed upside down. They want, you, they need you to finish it because I know you're feeling bad, buddy. Oh, Shaq, he's now downing his can as you prompted him to. That's, that's a good man right there. <laughs> Malin, do you care to uh, showcase that? That bottle of yours once more. Oh, that bottle. Okay, yes. This was bought for me. It was what was supposed to be a celebration. This is a personalized waterproof crystal. <laughs> Morning. Seahawks. <laughs> it turned out to be something that I drowned my sorrows in. Adjusting <laughs> to a celebration. Um, so it was a Christmas gift. I was really hoping to kind of be toasting to that throughout the playoffs as uh, good things happen. But I found myself drinking a lot from it just to hide myself in the pain. So what what was the percentage of people that said the Seahawks were gonna win? Um it is not on here. Well, it's not on there? Yeah. Okay. Well it was probably a lot. And it's a Seahawk yeah, delegation. Yeah. I would like to apologize to them. Uh for anyone that lost money. And at some point Russell Wilson is gonna have to go to court to get emancipated from Aaron Donald because I am tired of him being Russell Wilson's daddy. That is just ridiculous. I <laughs> not need to have it. Stupid. He's a grown-ass man with a wife and kids. He does not need daddy anymore. <laughs> Son, son's name is Wynn and Aaron Donald do nothing but kick his ass and make him a loser all the time. It's stupid. Hard to watch. Oh. Uh, so, viewers, as you can see, <clears throat> Malin's a very big Seattle fan. Uh, would you care to tell people, <clears throat> excuse me, how or why you root for the Seahawks, how you became to be a, a Seahawks fan? 
Well, I was born in the great Pacific Northwest. I usually tell people I was born in Seattle, um, but I was actually born about 45 minutes south in Tacoma, Washington. But if I tell anybody in Florida that I was born in Tacoma, they think I'm talking about a district in Washington, D.C., because the public education system isn't that great down here, so I just have to say Seattle. <laughs> you would not so. be the only person that thinks that. Uh, <laughs> so, University so of Florida. Yeah, so so I grew up when the Seahawks sucked in the 90s. I was a little too young to remember when they were good in the 80s, but I remember when we were god-awful in the, in the 90s in the AFC, and I've enjoyed us being in the NFC, making... You know, a lot of division titles and one Super Bowl, but uh, it's been a nice decade. Not as good as the Patriots' twenty years, but I'll take it. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can only be one at the end of the year. Yeah. The hell is this Highlander? <laughs> Apparently, about? none of ours. <laughs> hey, shut up, man! You got six too. You got, you got twelve Super Bowls between the two of you. You're just, right. I'm over here drinking at one. <laughs> It's ridiculous. You guys are like a bunch of Mormons over there with a bunch of wives, and I got one, right? <laughs> we complain about privilege problems. <laughs> um, so what did you think of the uh, the wild card game against the Rams, if you could give us your take? Um, well, judging by the few toys of my children that I broke, the remote control that I still cannot find... And the many empty beer cans that were strewn along my living room, I was not very happy. Um, I thought the defense did a really good job. I didn't think that Adams had to try to take Wolford's head off. I mean, he only has one head. It's not a pretty-looking head, but it's only one. It's only one guy. I mean, it looked like a looked like a freaking gremlin from Harry Potter or something. Like one of those little, little people from the bank. He's like, we're dorky looking dude. You don't got to rip his head off. And, uh, you know, then you let somebody with no thumb throw for 155 yards and a touchdown. And yet Russell Wilson has to run for his life the entire game. And like I said, at some point, get emancipated, man. Like, you don't need him anymore. Like, you don't. You groaned, you got your money, move on. He does not need to be your daddy anymore. It's ridiculous. Even when, even, like, the okay, if the Seahawks had won that game, you want to know who the MVP would have been? I have no idea. Yeah, Russell Wilson's ass for breaking Aaron Donald's rib. That would have been the MVP right there. Because if they had won, the only reason why they would have won is because Russell Wilson sat on him and knocked him out of the game with nine minutes left in the third quarter. But they still couldn't do anything after that, so... Life yeah. of a Seahawks fan. I was thinking that I kept waiting for the Seahawks to just turn it on. I was like, all right, here, second quarter, here we go. Okay, second half, here we go. All right, Aaron Donald went out, here we go. And that just never, never came around. Nope. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. We, we all took an L hey. last week. Me being a yeah. diehard Seahawks fan. <laughs> It uh, hurt me a lot. <laughs> yeah, let, let's go ahead and talk about that for a second. I wanna, I wanna know who you're gonna send home packing this dude. Right, don't matter to me. <laughs> you, 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 like I told you, you to, don't curse my team. Can, can you do that to Kansas City? Is that something you can do? 
I'd have known that you I'd have known you were gonna be a Seahawk fan while owning a Cam Newton jersey. I'd have waved you off a while ago. That's ridiculous. <laughs> and, uh, this is a good good jumping point right into our uh, actual <laughs> predictions for this coming week. Uh, so these are gonna be all of our picks, three of ours, for the divisional round. Uh, this segment will continue to get, I guess, shorter and shorter as the uh, next few weeks go. Um, but at the same time, that's great for the people at home because that's less time you have to listen to us. So it's a win-win for everybody, really. Uh, first game, this is at 435 on Saturday. This is the Rams at the Packers. The Rams are six and a half points underdogs on the road. The high in Green Bay is 28 degrees, so okay. nice brisk first day out there. Just a thin sweater. Right, you know, <laughs> something like cardigan. Uh, Mainland, you being the guest on the show, would you like to go first on this one? <laughs> oh, sure. Okay, well, piggybacking off the whole Russell Wilson butt thing, I think he's going to end up doing the Packers a favor, um, because even if Aaron Donald does play, when you're dealing with 20-degree weather and you have hurt ribs and you're trying to take deep breaths, I see that kind of being a problem condition-wise. Um, and I think that with the Rams, with the number one defense going up against the number one offense, uh, strength versus strength is going to be Packers offense, uh, passing offense versus the Rams passing defense. Um, so I think it's really going to come down to the Packers running game, actually. Um, which is the eighth in the league in rushing. Um, because I think that the Rams defense is going to do enough to kind of throw Aaron Rodgers off his game a little bit. I mean, when Aaron Rodgers is pressured, he's averaging like 48% completion percentage, uh, only like 6.7 yards per carry. When he's not pressured, it's like 74 point something percent completion is like 8.4 yards per care or per pass. Um, and he's, like a ridiculous 126.1. So the Rams have to get pressure on him. Um, but I don't think they'll be able to do it enough. Um, I don't think Goff and his nine little digits is going to be able to do enough in 20-degree weather, even though Akers ran for 130-something yards on my Seahawks. I just think the Packers are going to end up doing enough, and they're probably going to end up winning 24-16. 24-16, okay. Shaq, you want to go next? I see Green Bay doing this. Uh, unfortunately, if they keep it remotely close in the fourth quarter and their Green Bay is not winning, I see them putting separation. We all know how clutch of a player A-Rods can possibly be. He, tur- he turns out to a whole different monster come late game. So <clears throat> I see a seven-point separation coming in. I definitely do see the defense playing big factor against A-Rod. It's got to move around a little bit, but at the end of the day, I feel like this man is a whole different breed in comparison to other quarterbacks in the league right now. So, Yeah, I think Mainland brought up a good point with the weather and the injuries of Aaron Donald and Cooper Cup. He's also banged up. I feel like pretty much like no Injuries it fares well in, in the freezing cold weather, so bad news for either one of them if, if they do both end up playing. Um, but yeah, I mean, the only way I feel like you have a, a chance of stopping 
Green Bay is if you can take away uh, Aaron Jones in the running game and, and just try and rely on, from that point forward, just taking care of Aaron Rodgers. Because if Aaron Jones is doing his thing all game long and then you also have to worry about Aaron Rodgers, I don't feel like you stand a chance at that point. Which, I mean, LA's defense, like the defensive line is outstanding. But in this case, because of Donald being kind of beaten up, I just don't see him being able to do that on a consistent basis enough. Um, yeah, and then Aaron Rodgers is going to do his thing. If snowing, whatever the conditions might be, uh, he's going to be on top of his game. So um, I'm taking the the Packers to win this. I think it'll. I don't have an exact score, but I think they will cover the six and a half points. I'm seeing probably like a ten ish point game by about. About two uh, two scores, so. Oh, come on. Give me an exact score, Jalen. What the heck? If I were to guess, I'm saying like 28 to probably about 20 or maybe like 18-ish. Well, if you say 28, then if you think it's going to be a 10-point game, it has to be. Well, roughly. I don't know. It might be 11, 12. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, they will, by far, I think they'll cover that in six and a half. I am yeah. looking forward to the uh, Jalen Ramsey and uh, Devontae Adams matchup. That should be pretty cool to watch because both of them are on their A game right now. That is going to be a lot of fun because the Rams defense has only allowed like 38 passing plays of 20 yards or more, yet Aaron Rodgers has completed 57 of them and he's 12 touchdowns and no interceptions. Like something has to give there. Yeah. So, and, you know, Ramsey may have made Metcalf his little bitch with four catches and 44 yards in two games, but Adams might be able to do something. Right. But I still don't think it's going to be enough. Even, let's say Ramsey does shut down Devontae Adams completely. Do you guys think it'll change the outcome at all? No. No. Said that at the same time. No, because <laughs> Rogers, he he'll he'll throw to anybody. He doesn't get right. teed up on just one person. And Jones no. is still going to end up running the football. And uh, the Rams still got a quarterback with nine digits. So, <laughs> point of degree weather. I mean, yeah. even against the Seahawks, the man was only nine of nineteen. It's not like he was lighting up the world. So I, I don't know. I think that I think that broken thumb is going to hurt a lot worse in twenty degree weather. Right. Uh, speaking of cold weather, the next game, pretty much all of these besides the Saints games, that's inside, but these are all pretty cold. Uh, Baltimore at Buffalo. Uh, this is Saturday night on NBC at 8.15, and the uh, forecast is looking up for about 34 degrees-ish. I mean, we'll see once we get closer to the game. Uh, predicting snow for this game which is a very interesting. Right now, the Ravens are a one-point underdog on the road. Um, I have a feeling that once this gets closer to uh, Saturday, it might just be a pick em because it, it seems like one of those games. But, um, yeah, Shaq, do you want to go first on this one? Um, I see the Ravens losing this. As much as I want somebody from our division to do really well and come out really strong out of this, I just... I can see them finally seeing that the run run game just go ahead and stop it, and this team will collapse in and of itself. 
because Lamar, unfortunately, I feel like his past game is okay, but it's not enough to win the game. So once you can shut that down, we've been saying that for weeks. Still, teams are still letting it happen, but I see them stopping at this point and going down. I see being a close game by like three points. Not a high scoring game, but like three points though. Do you have a score prediction? Uh, I see going field goal. Can I say seven ten? Seven ten. I've seen being shut out type of thing of people really not scoring high at all. I really don't. Wow, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Malin, do you want to take it from here? All right. Well, I'm gonna. I know there's going to be a lot of snow, and normally when it snows, people think that you're going to win with the running game, right? So a lot of people are going to be on the Ravens bandwagon and think that Lamar Jackson is going to run all over everybody. But I watched a game uh, with the Packers. I can't remember who they were playing. It might have been the Bears, and it was snowing. And um, I saw Aaron Rodgers just throw the ball all over the field. And it really changed my opinion on what you do when it's snowing. Because when it's snowing, everyone just says just run the ball and you run into everybody. But if you're really throwing the ball, you think about it. Like the offense knows where they're going in the snow. The wide receivers running their routes. The defenders don't know where they're going. So everyone kept falling down all over themselves, like trying to cover these Packers wide receivers. I think Buffalo is going to come out throwing. Um, And I think they're going to end up winning the game because they're throwing. Uh, Because I think that Allen is that elite when it comes to throwing, um, you know, I think that when it comes to throwing the ball down the field, 10 yards or more, um, Allen has, I think 21 out of his 37 touchdowns throwing the ball 10 yards down the field or more. He also has nine or 10 picks when he throws the ball down the field, 10 yards or more. So when you talk about the game really being in his hand, whether he wins it or loses it, it's really going to come up to him. And I do know that he damn near lost it against the Colts because he tried to do that stupid pirouette thing and almost fumbled, and it was it was a catastrophe. I was, I was like, what the hell is he doing? And he got up kind of confused. He didn't know if he was in a ballet studio or a football field. It was weird. Um, but I really do think that with um, – Lamar Jackson admitting that he's never even played in the snow mm-hmm. and Buffalo being in Buffalo. Um, I think they're going to win in 28 to 21. I think they're gonna, I think they're going to cover the spread on this one. Um, if Lamar Jackson can only throw for 130, 140 something yards in good weather, God help us when it's bad weather. So. Right. Yeah, that the passing of, of Lamar in the snow does kind of concern me because, like you said, even when it's it's you know seventy degrees out in clear skies, his passing has never been you know the greatest. Um, but to me, the the Bills showed me a bit last game. Like their defense just did not look good at all last game when you know Philip Rivers throw all around, um, and they gave up uh, one hundred and sixty three yards on the ground. Uh, yeah, the Bills are—they looked just vulnerable in that game, and then the Ravens coming in with all the rushing momentum in the world right now. I'm taking the the Ravens to win this because I think that Lamar is going to basically just have a field day and run rampant throughout this snow. I feel like he's going to 
probably take a minute to get his feet under him, slip around a couple times, similar to how he looked in the uh, Monday night game against Cleveland. Um, I don't know if we'll have to change his cleats or whatever. Maybe take him off altogether. I don't know what what will help him the most. But uh, go poop. Yeah, he's he's got to go do that. Get it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Lighten himself up a little. Um, but yeah, I I can see him running a ton, making. I think he's gonna surprise some people and and make a few key throws uh, on like third downs here and there, uh, or find Hollywood Brown deep down the fields. Um, I don't think he's going to throw a party, but I do think that he'll make the throws that he needs to in order to move the ball on third down. Um, Josh Allen, I think he's going to do his thing. To me, I don't understand how really anybody can stop Josh Allen, but he'll do his thing, find Stephon Diggs when they need to. But uh, I think Baltimore's defense is really going to uh, shut down their running game and stop the Bills' offense when they need to on the key third downs, on the, the scoring drives in the red zone in order to, to, to hold them to a field goal when necessary. Um, yeah, I think this is going to be a relatively low-scoring game. I don't – I'm not going to go with the 10-7 that, that Shaq put out. <laughs> but um, mm. uh, <laughs> I'm seeing like a, a 20 to – probably 20 to like 18 Ravens. Okay. Yeah. That is where I stand there. So I'm, I'm going to take the, the Ravens' playoff run to continue, and they will be the uh, AFC North team in the AFC Championship. <laughs> uh, moving along here to the Browns at the Chiefs. Oh, boy. Sunday, 3 o'clock at CBS. The Browns are currently 10-point underdogs. Uh, it's going to be about <laughs> 35 degrees in Kansas City, and that is a rough estimate. 35 progressive commercials you will see of Baker Mayfield during this broadcast. Um, I guess I'll take the, the first go-round on this one. Um, Cleveland, it's been real, but your time is up. This is a... Uh, your Cinderella story comes to an end this Sunday afternoon because you're about to run into a buzzsaw known as the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I do think this is going to be closer than 10 points. I'll say that. I'll, I'll give the, the Browns some respect there. Um, but I, I see the Chiefs maintaining a pretty healthy lead throughout this game, like probably about a, a touchdown lead for most of the game. I can see Baker trying to battle back and forth with Mahomes in the first half and coming probably within about four points at some times, but then Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes coming right back and throwing a touchdown to Tyreek Hill deep down the field within you know five seconds of being out there and then back up to seven, 11 points right there. So, uh, yeah, uh, to me, I think the, uh, the one-two punch of Chubb and Hunt will be there. They'll, they'll – get a lot of the work done for the Browns, but at the end of the day, the Chiefs are the Chiefs. The Chiefs is the Chiefs, and uh, they'll, they'll get the job done. So I'm going to take the Chiefs. Not to cover, I would say to uh, to put some money on the Browns to come within 10, um, but I do think the Chiefs are going to win the, win the game. <laughs> uh, well, folks, there we go. 
I'm gonna be here to just blatantly be the different person, uh, upset some people. Either I'm gonna be looking really stupid or be a god amongst men amongst predictions. I'm gonna say the Browns are gonna win this. <laughs> For the shits and giggles, I'm saying the Browns are gonna win this because they will look like God. <laughs> they will look God tier amongst this. <laughs> Can't look at this man. <laughs> I'm, oh hoping the, ahead, I'm hoping the defense feels himself again. Chubb and Hunt go out there and run a muck in the run game and make us a three point game amongst them. I see them trying to compete. And you know what? I hope Kansas City loses. I hope the Browns make an upset and <laughs> shock the sports world and make the run of their life in hopes. Because I'm not mad at the Browns. We paid poorly, so I can't be mad at them and say they trash. It's good. They played well. They had a great they have a great run, so I'm hoping they're feeling themselves. They coached in a great pep talk all week long, and they just run through Kansas City. But I see them winning by three points. Hey, their coach is back. Their <laughs> roster is mainly COVID-free now, from what I understand. I'm hoping that maybe Baker Mayfield catches a slight COVID. I'm not Baker Mayfield, but Patrick Mahomes catches a slight COVID. <laughs> And as far as you know, that man catches COVID. Well, there, 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 there's your hot take right there. The only way that the Browns win this game is if Mahomes has the vid. Yes, because okay? that's the only Pat, factor. Pat that... Henny is not winning that football game. And as far as the Browns coach being back, he should stay in his basement. They didn't beat – like, they played better with him. In his basement with the vid, <laughs> you should stay home. But no, see, okay. So I listen. Like everyone, twenty twenty one, new year, get it. It's really more like twenty twenty overtime. Um, I've heard it all now. I have a Steelers fan hoping that a Browns team wins a playoff game. I think I just saw pigs fly. I don't understand what is happening. So you're saying the defense is going to rise to the occasion, even though they have the 26th ranked defense or secondary in the NFL. 26th ranked. There's only six worse. My Seahawks are probably one of them, but there's only six worse secondaries in the NFL than the Browns. And I think we can all agree that Mahomes probably isn't getting the vid. Okay. Um, yeah. How do we not well, know that right now? I really, I really, I'm trying to figure out a way to break the news. Okay, first of all, he ain't Kyrie Irving. Okay, he ain't <laughs> around partying with no damn mask. All right. Um, the no, listen. I mean, come on, stop it, Shaq. The, the Browns ain't winning this game. They they hadn't won a playoff game since 1995. I mean, they, they won, won a playoff won. game last week. Yeah, they won one. <laughs> That was their bowl of the century. Did you see them partying? They're all dehydrated from being drunk last week. They still ain't got enough ID. Like they, they, they are done, man. I mean, listen, Baker Mayfield, that's cute with all the progressive commercials. State Farm is throwing all the chips in on Aaron Rodgers and Mahomes for a Super Bowl matchup. They will not be denied. Um the only hope, the only hope that the Browns have a win in this game is not Mahomes getting the vid, because that's probably not going to happen. 
but it's getting pressure on Mahomes because he only has a 73.9 passer rating when he has pressure on him. And that's one of the reasons why the, the Chiefs have played closer games the second half of the year. But I also think they've been playing closer games the second half of the year because they've been bored because they're better than everybody else. So I think that the Browns are going to come out feeling themselves a little bit because they just knocked off the, you know, the Steelers who used to be eleven and one and then lost a lot of games. <laughs> love you, Shaq. I love the hair, but it's all right. <laughs> I think I think they're going to put their I think they're going to put their foot on the throat of the Browns, and I think probably going to end up thirty-one to twenty-eight because there's just I mean. They're, at the end of the day, like what Juju said, he wasn't wrong. Like the Browns are still <laughs> like the Chiefs aren't going to be throwing the ball over the head of Mahomes at the first play of the game or bounce. I mean, there had to be so many lucky things happen in that first quarter that we were just looking at ourselves like, is this really happening right now? Like this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. We just like Super Bowl forty eight with the Seahawks. Like everything went the Browns' way. That's not going to happen against the Chiefs. There's just no way. Unfortunately, it had to happen at my expense. But <laughs> at your expense, yes. Um, and you know, hey, at the end of the day, Big Ben still set a record for most completions in a game. Four of them went to the other team, but he still had a record for most completions. <laughs> the Browns are gonna win. Oh God! Are you hoping Big Ben returns next year? No. If his ass don't retire next year, I'm upset. Okay, okay. Well, then let me. Who who is your quarterback then? I do not care. You you want red nosed reindeer out there? You could put Juju as quarterback for the whole next season. (laughs) Put Juju out there throwing these balls. At least he's valid enough to be talking shit because now he actually has the offense under his control. But, like, Big Ben, his ass should retire. The moment he threw his shit out, throwing the ball without being touched. <laughs> if I was Coach Tom, if I was running that team, he's like, yeah, go ahead. And st- <laughs> you got to hang that jersey from the top. And just- <laughs> Do we have a Man, all I'm saying I is don't is care who's replacing him at this point. <laughs> I don't want his ass back. <laughs> Mason Rudolph looked like a guy that's been roofied every day of his life for the last eight years. <laughs> that, like that look on his face. Like, he just, he looks, I mean, come on. You, you guys don't have another answer at quarterback. And that's not my fault. You should have drafted another quarterback or picked up another quarterback this last past offseason. But instead, look, now look at us. It's like if you got a man with artificial joints and hips walking around and I feel squeaking. <laughs> Looking stupid. Well, first of all, he, he's he's not squeaking because he's got a lot of cooking for the push in there. He's a big boy. <laughs> he got some girth to him. He never said no to a donut. Unfortunately, he just wanted to girth to all the wrong people. But here we are. Allegedly, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I hate Big Ben. So I'm right there with you. I just don't think you guys, you guys, are, you guys are too good every year. You're never going to get a good enough draft pick to get another quarterback, right? But now. that's why we need to pick up a lot of these free agents. Like, look at this season. I feel like this offseason is the perfect season to pick up somebody who's at least an experienced quarterback and put him out there. It sounds like you're rooting for old Cam there. I will take Cam Newton over Rudolph. Okay, what about what about Sam Darnold? I might be able to pass on Sam Darnold. <laughs> Prescott? 
Dak uh, Prescott ain't going nowhere. Stop it. You drank that beer too fast if you think you're getting Dak Prescott. <laughs> I didn't drink it fast enough. I'll take up Stafford. Stafford. Stafford yeah, or Cam Newton. He doesn't throw interceptions. You're right. I swear to God, they did this motherfucker come back <laughs> one more season just to squeak around the field and upset his fans come postseason because he knows this is going to happen. You're going to run through all season, get a wild card spot maybe, and then just first round knockout. We're going to be upset for no draft pick again. He's going to screw us up. He's going to screw us up draft pick just to go to retire. I like how he automatically doesn't even think that they're going to win the division next year because I remember what was it, 5 6. Like a month and a half ago, Shaq was on this podcast saying we might lose one game the rest of the year when we were 11 and 0. We might drop one and we'll go into the playoffs at 15 and 1. That was six weeks ago. Were the holidays that bad? We got 20. We we had the Browns drop 28 points on our dome in the first quarter last week in 60 seconds. Oh, you need a hug. The last six weeks have not been good. No. The only person I won't accept a hug from now is Ben Roethlisberger because he's a little bit. <laughs> Might be soft like a teddy bear, though. Yeah, absorb me, but anyway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, moving back on track. Oh, okay, sorry. Uh, <laughs> the Take last that. game of the weekend. This is uh, 6.40 on Fox. In New Orleans, this is the Bucks at the Saints. The uh, Bucks are actually three-point road underdogs in this one, believe it or not. Uh, does anybody want to jump out on this one first? Oh, no. I want to hear you, Jalen, because you and I already talked about this. I, I want to hear. <laughs> I want you to tell the world your brilliant wisdom on this one. This is great. Uh, okay, so I, I will take this one first. Uh, this is the uh, AARP Bowl right here. Good old Brady versus Breeze. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I, I never like a team. <laughs> I never like a team beating their opponents or beating the same opponent three times in a row. I mean, hey, just look at last week, Titans and Ravens. I was I went against my own rule there and picked the the Titans to do it and then that went down the toilet on that one. Browns beat us two weeks in a row. Could have done a third to do one too. But um, yeah, I, I would like to continue to stick to that rule, especially when it comes to to Tom Brady specifically. Uh, Tampa recently has shown me from a. I guess you would say more so play calling standpoint that they look a lot better now. I understand that the level of competition that they've played practically all year has not been that great. Um, but a lot of the issues that I saw with Tampa was just from a decision making. Like when they lost to the Saints last time, they ran the ball, I think, a grand total of like three times. And. I think two of those came in the last 10 seconds when they were just kneeing the ball. Uh, but that's something that I just don't see them doing now. Like, whatever it was that they had to get worked out between Arians and Brady or whatever the issue was, seems like they've made a lot of progress there. Um, they, they are seeming to be clicking now with A.B. Uh, he seemed to f- has fit into his role well, where he's obviously not the number one target overall. Uh, but whenever... Tom can find him on that deep route. 
it seems like that seems to be working well. Uh, Mike Evans, thank God he did not blow out his knee, uh, and he seems to be just fine. Uh, Tampa's looking pretty good to me, and I just don't see the New Orleans Saints with old Drew Brees back there beating Tom Brady three times in a row. Brees has not looked good to me most of this year. I mean, he didn't play for a, a short stint there. Um, Mike Thomas, uh, Kamara, Breeze, like all of them have only played a very small amount all at once. They kind of struggled to beat the Bears on Nickelodeon. Uh, really strange to me. Um, and at the same time, if you go through the Saints wins, they also haven't really beaten that many great teams. Like they have kind of a similar uh, level of competition as Tampa did this year, uh, but obviously had a much you know, better record than Tampa did. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think that Tampa has turned it on at the right time of the year. Uh, the Saints haven't exactly turned it on at the right time of the year. Uh, I mean, them being the Bears is just kind of like whatever to me. So I'm going to take the, uh, the Bucks to win this. Um, keep the points. I think Tom Brady is going to will the Bucks past the Saints by a touchdown. Um, part of that is me saying I just really want to see the Brady versus Rodgers matchup in an NFC Championship game in Lambeau Field. I think that would be insane to, to watch that. But uh, yeah, I'm taking the Bucks in this one. No, I guess I'll take that rain. Um, I definitely am going to take the Bucks for this one. I have sided with the Bucks making it all the way through to that wonderful Super Bowl matchup. <laughs> they were my original before the season Super Bowl yeah, pick. Yes, Super Bowl pick. I take the Bucks to go all the way. Brady got a lot to prove with his past last for his last few seasons in the league. He's got to take Tampa to the Super Bowl. He's got to win it all for the for the pick. I definitely see him. I see Drew Brees definitely slowing down this season. Definitely not performing at his normal caliber that he usually performs at. So, and Tom Brady, like I said, postseason Tom Brady, he didn't go make the same mistakes twice. He's definitely going to let him know. He has a lot of weapons out there on the field. He's got Gronk who can block. He can go out there and get catches, and he can do everything he needs to. A.B. got something to prove because he wants to continue his career in the football fit in the NFL. So, I definitely see them going up and win this by, I want to say, it's by a touchdown, touchdown right now. So, Bucks winning this one. Um, I, I love... You know, being able to see two grown men get in touch with their feelings. <laughs> emotional ass picks on no facts, like whatsoever. It's adorable. Um, okay, Let, let's just be real for a second. Okay. Um, Jalen says that uh, the Saints shouldn't get any points for beating the Bears. Yet you're going to give the Buccaneers props for beating a team with no name. That that's what you're doing. That, that's I mean, what I'm giving props. I, I give them props so, for a team with no name beating the Steelers, but <laughs> <laughs> well, you ate a sock over that. That's your own fault. Uh, so let, let let's let's get this straight. You said that Brady ain't gonna make the same mistake twice. The problem is he's already made it twice. You're thinking he's not gonna do it a third time because he's already lost to this team twice. He got his butt whooped both times. And the only 
Tom or Tom Brady, the GOAT, has had an under 80 quarterback grading three times this year. Three times. Can you guess what two of the times were? And they were probably against this team, if I would have to imagine. Probably against the Saints. And now, Jalen, you also talk about how the 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 Bucks have come on at the right time, right? So, Shaq, you and I are going to do the a little 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 play on here, okay? So, in Week Nine, the Bucks got stomped thirty-eight to three, right, by the Saints, right? Yes. All right. So, this is the Bucks coming in hot into the playoffs, okay? So, I want you to tell me, Shaq. Yeah, you you tell me. Carolina Panthers are they a good team? No. Okay, well, they beat the Panthers 46-23. to Are the Rams, are they a good team? Uh, apparently good enough. <laughs> yes, okay, good enough, but the Bucks lost to them 27-24. The yeah. Chiefs, are the Chiefs a good team? Yes. Okay, well, the Chiefs beat them 27-24. Are the Vikings a good team? No. Well, that's too bad. They beat the Vikings 26-14. to are the Falcons a good team? No. Well, they beat them 31-27. to Are the Detroit Lions without their coaching staff a good team? No. Even with the coaching staff, no. Whooped up on them 47-7. to What about the Atlanta Falcons again? Don't worry about it. You already said no. 44-27 to they won. <laughs> so, they are 1-5 against teams with a winning record. The only team they beat were the Packers, and they had one of those Cleveland versus Pittsburgh moments in the first quarter where everything went wrong and they couldn't get back into the game. Like, there's nothing to justify thinking that all of a sudden the Bucks like, have the Saints figured out. And, yes, Drew Brees missed some time and he didn't play that well. The man had 11 broken ribs. And, Jalen, you're talking about Brees being old. He's, like, four years younger than Brady, for God's sake. He's not that old. So, so I don't know. Like, my wife is a diehard Bucks fan, okay? Emotionally, if I'm, like, in my heart of hearts, I would want the Bucks to win this game for my wife so that she could see her team get one step closer to the Super Bowl. But the facts lead me to believe that the Saints are going to get it done again, 31-28. to 28. For some reason, Sean Payton has Bruce Arians' number when it comes to his offense. And there's nothing that tells me that Bruce Arians is going to be responsible when it comes to the playoffs and the play calling and thinking that he's not just going to try to air it out and throw it all over the place. Like he's going to do something stupid in the play calling to cost this team a win. So, what do you see the the score at? 31 28. Okay. So you see the bit. So you, you think that that one play whatever that may be will will be the deciding factor yeah I, I think it'll be close because i think that like you said like the bucks have been playing better even though they've been playing better against bad competition um i think the biggest key is going to be does alvin Kamara come back better than he was last week after having a week off mm-hmm. um and it's been shown that People that are out because of COVID reasons for a week, they're rusty that first week back, and then they're better that second week. Um, and we all know what he did before he was out with the COVID. The man scored six touchdowns, for God's sakes. Um, 
So I think that he's going to more than likely be the key, even more than Drew Brees. Um, and, but I, I just think that at home, last ride with, with Drew Brees, they're going to pull it out, three-point game, twenty-one or 31 to, to 28, even though I wish and I will be hoping the entire time that the Buccaneers pull it off so that my wife gets another week of being happy. <laughs> well, we shall see. This is uh, this is definitely the one I'm looking forward to the most. There was a game I'm looking forward to the least. Uh, I guess probably the Packers game. That seems kind of <laughs> almost decided. <laughs> but... Yeah. <laughs> it is what it is, though. Uh, mainly, do you have anything else you wanted to mention before... Uh, go ahead and switch gears here no man i just think you guys are great i love the podcast i love just talking sports with you guys i had a lot of fun on sunday night watching the game even though uh, your team got got throttled there shack um but uh maybe we can get together and uh i, I say that with all sincerity because my team got throttled the week before it just didn't look as bad but it felt as bad um the <laughs> so we were all three of you. My we, team got yeah all shit yeah, I like how you like. All of a sudden, my team is your team. You help them get throttled. That's <laughs> um, the uh, Shaq and I were. You know, we're fans of the only two teams that were favored to win at home and lost. So that's cute. Um, exactly. But 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 no, I, I'll keep being a fan of the show and listening. And if you guys ever want want me to come on and be stupid, I can do that. But we got to get together and have some more fun and some more drinks. Mm-hmm. Much appreciated. We will uh, we'll definitely watch a lot more games together, but uh, we will definitely have to have you back on this show, uh, Super Bowl week, to get your uh, your Super Bowl pick. Super Bowl week, that'll be fun. Yes, it will be. Right Watch Brady. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll be saving some money because I won't be out there looking for no five thousand dollar ticket. Because my I don't have to worry about my Seahawks being in there now. <laughs> Even though Shaq, I heard that you were in the drawing for some tickets. <laughs> yes, I was just about to mention. Uh, and, uh, according to work, they have some random employee for a hospital shuffle for making it to Super Bowl, t- Super Bowl tickets. So uh, there's a slim chance, but there's a chance because I think that management trying to keep it on a low and who they tell they can apply and get into this. So it's kind of like, I'm hoping to keep you further on the low. Yeah, keep it <laughs> I, I, I will say this, Shaq, because you did pick the Browns to beat the Chiefs. The only way the Browns are winning this game is if you somehow secure Super Bowl tickets. <laughs> with your luck, if you get Super Bowl tickets, the Browns are going to the Super Bowl. Yes, absolutely. Watch they- that. If they win this week, is a guarantee that I'll be winning Super Bowl tickets. <laughs> you will get the tickets, and you will have to sit there and watch the Browns, and all you'll be able to think to yourself is 11-0. You know how upset I would be for the Browns to make it to the Super Bowl and my team be the first team they worked through <laughs> in the playoffs to make it there? I was still pooping my pants the last time these Browns had made it to the Super Bowl almost. <laughs> oh, the playoffs. Wear that juju jersey. Yes, I, yes. Oh I will send a. I will take a picture of me at Super Bowl wearing this Juju jersey, <laughs> and it will be sent. You need to light it on fire and throw it at them. Like <laughs> stupid. I'm All sure right. the Browns fans will verbally abuse me while I'm there. <laughs> oh, I, I would imagine. Man, uh, you guys are awesome. It has been real. Thanks for taking the time to come on. 
Enjoy the rest of your night, my guy, and we will uh, talk to you soon. All right, bye. Here we go. I love having Mayla on this show. Yes, absolute wonder this man. Oh, it's a great personality. Yes. Um, if you'd like to be on the show, go ahead and write us a, uh, a letter and just mail it off to uh, P.O. Box. I'm just being stupid. Uh, um, one thing I just thought of this randomly. Uh, this was a small little detail. If you guys picked up on this in the uh, Tampa-Washington game, towards the end of the game, when it was pretty much decided that Tampa was going to win, uh, the Bucks were about to... Uh, take a knee and Brady's like trying to get everybody into the huddle to tell them like what they're about to do and I don't know who it was but somebody was kind of like walking off not really paying attention because it you know didn't really matter at this point Brady's (laughs) (laughs) he's serious folks (laughs) he doesn't he doesn't play games this man does not joke around the only thing that's gonna hurt the Bucks is things that are outside Brady's control I feel like I can see that yeah (laughs) <laughs> Unfortunately. Uh, but anyway, I just thought that was kind of funny to watch that live. Uh, anyway, we're going to round this fantastic show out with a little added bonus to your pockets this weekend. If you are looking for a, a new wardrobe, maybe some new shoes. Or you didn't get your tax, I mean, not tax, but you didn't get your stimulus check. Right, you didn't can... come in yet. Uh, whatever it might be. If you want to make a double car payment this month or something mm-hmm. folks we got it right here FanDuel <laughs> these are our FanDuel fantasy lineups do not go back and look at how many times we've been wrong because I guarantee oh, you please don't do that. we have an astonishing losing record <laughs> it'll be alright though but mm. this week is the week I'm uh, telling you. we're doing it the same way we did it last week so I'm picking a lineup for Saturday Shaq's picking a lineup uh, for Sunday uh, so I will go first for Saturday's lineup. This just in hot off the press. Lamar Jackson is about to run for at least 500 yards in the snow. Book it. Uh, Acres of the Los Angeles Rams. Go ahead and pick him up. Now, I'm not going to lie, people. I'm not really going to put too much faith in him <laughs> against the Packers. It's going to be like negative 400 degrees out. But, uh... Uh, everybody's got to have that one game where they pop off, and this one is Cam Akers, folks, so go ahead and get him. Aaron Jones is my second running back. Uh, I think he's going to... Aaron Jones is pretty hard to just stop, so safe bet with Aaron Jones. Even if he has a uh, okay game, he'll put up a bunch of points still on fantasy. Uh, Cole Beasley is my first wide receiver. Uh, Josh Allen loves him some Cole Beasley. He will always find a way to get him the ball when necessary. Uh, for my second wide receiver, I've got John Brown of the Bills as well. Uh, spoiler, I basically have, for my three starting receivers, I have all Bills, so bear with me here. Uh, I'm playing off the fact that you know Lamar Jackson is going to run a bunch, but throw the ball, not so much. So uh, I'm thinking that the uh, Bills receiving will be just fine. Uh, anyway, uh, John Brown. Go ahead and pick him up as a solid second wide receiver. Stephon Diggs is my third wide receiver. Uh, Josh Allen loves him. The only thing he loves more than some Cole Beasley is Stephon Diggs. So, uh, pretty safe bet there. My tight end, Mark Andrews of the Ravens. Uh, that's 
usually Lamar kind of safety net there, and he'll find a way to get Mark Andrews the ball on third downs. Uh, my flex, I've got Marquez Valdez-Scantling of the Packers. Aaron Rodgers seems to always find uh, Scantling in these kind of weird situations, uh, just like here and there. It never is really a huge, huge factor, but I'm thinking that uh, – Devontae Adams is going to be kind of tied up with Jalen Ramsey, and I think Scanlon's going to get a few more looks than usual. That's my dark horse this week is Marquez. Pick up my guy there, and he will uh, point factory. He's going to just yeah. manufacture points. Easy. Defense, taking the Packers, folks. I cannot see, as Malin said, the nine-fingered man and Jared Goff <coughs> doing a whole lot against the uh, Packers in the uh, frozen tundra up there. So that is my lineup. Shaq, who have you got? For my starting quarterback, I got Patrick Mahomes. Unfortunately, as much as I picked the Browns to <laughs> win this game, I still see him being Mahomes and getting some stuff done. For my first running back, I got Mr. Hunt Cream, Kareem Hunt. Hopefully doing his thing because the, the Browns will have to work a lot through him. Fournette. Hoping that Fournette gets a couple run-throughs. Thomas from New Orleans. Hoping that he gets a couple for my first, second run. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) And and for my second receiver, I chose A.B. I'm hoping hoping A.B. decides to show up. Hopefully drag his team through another victory come this week. Prove his point that he really out there. Watkins as my other okay. receiver. Hopefully he goes out there, scores a couple touchdowns, but not too many. Okay. Not too many, remember. Right. You just need maybe one Watkins. But, yeah, exactly. And resting yards at a point that's if you don't score. Yep. But anyway. Um for my <laughs> I'm gonna choose Gronk. Hopefully Gronk goes out there, yeah. maybe a couple yards off in the red zone. They throw it to him, get a couple. Right. Short touchdown pass. Exactly. Needs it. I chose Kamara as my wonderful flex. Kamara, you know how he be. If he look, I'm saying if this man goes out there, runs another like what? Yeah, they will put up eight this week. Eight yeah. this week, but I'm hoping that Bucks put up nine. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> you gotta balance up. That's all I'm saying. And for my defense, I chose the Chiefs. <laughs> you can see how my words are becoming very contradic- <laughs> contradicting as the show goes on. If you were right on all fronts, it would be some sort of weird Doctor Strange. <laughs> yes, you go through and it's like Kansas City still are like 45 points, but for some reason, 46. 46 points and somehow win this game. And it's just you also win money and fat. You want the Browns also win. It's just some weird sort of magic happens out. It's like. They did well, but not well enough. <laughs> Some sort of record for that playoff game. <laughs> so, folks, if you want to double up on that car payment, look in the three in the, like a four month span, you'll get look what is it called stimulus check, FanDuel money, and tax return all within the first few months of twenty. It yeah, would truly be exactly. It will truly be the year for you. You look exactly. You looking at a couple grand easily. Yes. Could go as far as to say maybe, you know, into the tens, tens mm-hmm. of thousands. And guess possibly. what? We don't need money for that. I mean, granted, we would love money because money is <laughs> money is what we go. We just need a shout out. Simple shout out. I mean, if you want to send it our way, mm-hmm. put our cash up on next episode. But that's it. exactly. Yeah. So what we need to do is watch these videos, like, and subscribe. Exactly. There's an Instagram page in there. You go in there and 
watch a couple of videos, like, listen to our voices. That's all I'm saying. We just like the acknowledgement for the work, and right. we come on here. We're here for the people, entertainment value. Right. For the public. Exactly. Doing community service during the hard time of COVID for you wonderful people. Just saying. <laughs> do not ever come on this conversation. If you still have a team playoffs, do even consider coming on the show. <laughs> wait, wait till the postseason and then go on the show. <laughs> we'll see you all next week. Thanks for watching or listening. <laughs>